TARDIS. It can travel anywhere in time and space. And it's mine. Liz. Look at this. Go on, same. Most people do. On the outside. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. My name is Dave, and I will be the Time Lord for you this evening. And uh, with me, as always, is Andy, who is the companion. Yes, today was the fourth episode of the ninth season of Doctor Who. Um, before we get into that too much, let's talk some announcements. Uh, I mentioned last time that we moved the site over to TV.wordpress.com, which is currently true as well, but I forgot something. I forgot that our podcast, which is also available to listen to on the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.org, is linked to an RSS feed that's connected oh, to the old one. Oh, yeah, so you gotta still gotta keep updating the old, old one. I still gotta do the old one, but how I decided to do that was basically just to reblog my post onto my other site. So basically so all you, I'm doing is so retweeting blog Do you have style. it set up automatically, or do you have to do that yourself? I have to do it myself. But um, does that link the MP3s properly? Not really. That's the one thing I have to edit. Oh. I have to edit that, and I have to edit the, you know, category or whatever on, on that other site. Oh, okay. Uh, it's pretty easy to do, but it's a little pain in the butt. The uh, other thing that I wanted to mention is at the end of this podcast season, um, there's going to be three weeks of a break between the last episode of Doctor Who and the Christmas special. So we decided to, instead of just wait for the Christmas special there, decided to make three, you know, just basic special episodes that you can look forward to um, that deal with TV shows in general, basically what shows are on now, what shows have been on in the past, our favorites, maybe not so much our favorites, our top tens, you know, those types of things. And there might be, even be a special guest that has been on the show before. <laughs> um, one that one that may have been <laughs> killed off? Killed off, uh, has gone on to, uh, you know, went backpacking in Europe and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> done many things. But may, may or may not see him, or her, you know, uh, what? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, uh, at at the end of this uh, that segment. Anyways, um, so yeah, today was the second part in a two part <coughs> special. Um, two part like, special? You mean the two part uh, full season of two parts? Or that's right. Sort of. This is the second two parter. Don't get confused on that one. Um, and it is called Before the Flood, because the last one was be, uh, Under under the Lake. Previously on Doctor Who, if you can remember, 
there's a ghosty of the doctor out in the lake and the doctor has gone back in time abandoning Clara and her friends where there's like three other ghosts that are out for blood so we don't know what happens in the past but we just know that there's a ghost of the doctor presently out there somewhere what happened that's what this episode answers before we get into it too uh too far i did want to mention that there was some uh, shout outs to some older episodes in this episode weren't there sort of yeah i noticed one in particular i don't think i'll even mention this later on so i, I thought i'd talk about it right now towards the end of the episode the doctor makes a reference he says you know it's crazy you step on a butterfly you might end up with a world ruled by cats in the future <laughs> isn't there a world ruled by cats in the future not exactly um, are you talking about new new earth or, or new new york i mean something like that yeah the cats are in charge of the hospital ah they're not in the charge of the world no i don't think so there was another one i'm not sure if you if you noticed this at all cuz it's a very small like easter egg and um, there was a I'm not sure what it was, but there was some kind of device. I don't know if it was a phone or a, or a screen or I don't know what it was, but um, the device said on it, it said Magpie Electronics. Magpie Electronics. Do you remember what that is? Sounds like a poop. <laughs> the episode where uh, the the TVs were uh, would come alive or, or would suck people into them. Oh, um, yeah. the, that that episode had a Mac, Magpie Electronics store in it. Okay. Yeah. How did you remember that? <laughs> it, it's actually happened before on the show. There was another Magpie Easter egg somewhere. Hmm. Okay. I don't remember which episode that was in before. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what it was on, but uh, if you if you watch it again, you keep an eye out for that. Some kind of electronic device had that on it. I see. Well, anyways, let's talk about the episode. It's Once again, it is called Before the Flood. Now, this episode began with the Doctor, you know, doing some fourth wall stuff. Very fourth just, wall. He was just talking to an audience that's not really there. Obviously, just us. And he's talking about a paradox. I guess him talking to us is kind of a paradox in the show. No, he's talking about the bootstrap paradox. Well, maybe he said, he's just talking to himself. He he said the bootstrap uh, paradox, and he told us to Google it. Did you Google it? I did Google it. I didn't feel like uh, going too deep into what it, it was saying. It was basically what the doctor was saying. You can He can go back in the past and change the course of events, but still keep history intact how others see it. Basically, what I think that they're saying is this is the sort of the thing that Doctor Who does all the time. Where the Doctor, you know, he gets into a situation and he's like, oh no, I can't change the past, but I feel like I have to change the past. And then he tries to change the past, and he ends up creating the past, basically. Right. I, I think that's what this means, And he said something right? about him being Beethoven or something like that. Basically, he gave Beethoven the idea for Beethoven's songs... But then again, he got the idea for Beethoven's songs because he heard Beethoven's songs. So who actually? Yeah, it's, you know, it's a never-ending loop, and it, for who? And that it. If you've ever watched Lost, there's a few things like that yeah, in there. They have too. some kind of origins with uh, <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg. And but the thing is, as soon as he said this, I knew that a certain theory was going to be correct. 
<laughs> oh, wonder what theory that could be. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't think about the theory at that point yet, but later on you in didn't? the episode, I was like, ah, uh, yeah. I was thinking, okay, what is he? Why is he saying this? And he's obviously gonna be doing something in the past that's going to be relevant to what he's talking about now, so that kind of... That's where yeah. I went with that. I didn't think of it right at that point, but I, I still figured it out before the episode... Before it happened, basically, I figured it out. Yeah. I was like, as soon as he was in that room, I was... Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like leaning... He's leaning up against it. But when he walked in the room, it was open, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> so this episode was written by Toby Whithouse. Um... Obviously, because if you're writing a two-parter, you got to write both parts. Usually, yeah. Um, but he ends up... the Before the Flood, apparently, is in 1980. Um, is that historically relevant? Is there a town in Scotland that, like, drowned in 1980? There could because... be. Um, I think I think he did mention, uh, in or, or at the beginning of the last episode, I think the scientists mentioned that they, when, when they found the spaceship, they said that it might, it must have been there since before the 80s or something. Yeah. Yeah. I found that weird, but yeah. Anyways, she, uh, she's like, oh, okay, so this was before my time. This was before all these different things happened, including, uh... Did you make a I, note of that? I it was like the something of war, the Minister of War. Yeah, Minister of War, yeah. Uh, the doctor made note of that. He but says she, we'll get back to that later. She mentioned uh, the, the, the master, um, whatever his human name was. Um, and what else did she mention, though? She mentioned a lot of things, uh, but I'm not entirely sure. I just know that the doctor stopped her at the Minister of War. Right. Um, and... Do you have any idea what that is, or is that something we're going to find out later? Well, the doctor didn't know, so I'm sure it's something that we're going to find out later, because he says, oh, uh, never mind, I'm sure I'll... I'll, 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 I'll no, I'm sure <laughs> I'll, I'll understand what that is soon enough, or something like that. That's because he always does figure something out to that degree. Basically, he realized that it was going to be a spoiler, so he... <laughs> ah, yeah, spoilers. Um... But, yeah, she, she's got some military background, so she kind of understands who the Doctor is, kind of. Um, she knows a lot about the Doctor. She uh, references as, uh, Rose, Martha, and Amy as well. She references by name? Yeah. She's, uh, when when the Doctor goes in time travel with her, and she like starts getting sick, and she's like, and the doctor says, okay, that happens sometimes when you time travel. And she's like, I bet Rose, Martha, and Amy didn't have that problem. <laughs> oh, is that... Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah. So he's with this guy and, and this girl. I can't ever remember any of the people's names. Um, <laughs> I Other than the doctor and Claire, I, that's all I got. Um, but... He's with the guy and the girl in Scotland in 1980. That's all that matters at this point. Uh, but they are off, and they're going to go find the ship that landed there in the uh, this town. This is the town that flooded. He does find the ship. He calls it a hearse, more or less. And the guy who, the first ghost in the, f the last episode shows up, he's alive. And he's obviously a who from Whoville. 
No, actually, um, did you recognize uh, what his species was? No. Um, the episode with Matt Smith when they're in the uh, hotel with the Minotaur thing, and there's yeah. one of the, one of the aliens there comes from a planet where they like being invaded all the time. It's the same species as that. They like being invaded. Yeah. Basically, they, they like being invaded. invaded. They like being invaded. <laughs> like being enslaved. They're they're weird, but that's yeah. Okay. Anyways, he's got this tomb in there, and then there's also a body that's wrapped on top of it. It's uh, called the Fisher King. <laughs> and no, we're not talking about a movie with Robin Williams. I was thinking, where did I hear the Fisher King before? Oh yeah, Robin. There's a Robin Williams movie by the same name. Really? Probably no relation. Um, no, this one uh, is a little bit different. It's, uh, well, let's just say it's probably similar to the Skeletor guy in Power Rangers. Um, wait, wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Skeletor guy in, are you talking about Lord Zed? No, no Lord Zed's the red mu muscle guy. This, the actual villain that was, like, all skeleton. I don't remember just, that. Just skeleton. Oh, I'm gonna look it up. Rito Revolto? Rita? No. No, Rito. Rito Revolto. <laughs> Hold on, I, I'm gonna I, that save... That doesn't sound familiar at all. Alright. <laughs> That's the dude from Power Rangers. That's the dude in the show as well. <laughs> this is what reminded me of. Obviously not the same character, but... Uh, that's for later on. Anyways. Um, so back on the ship in the future, uh, Claire is there, um, and she's talking to the doctor in the past, you know, with FaceTime or something. <laughs> They're on Skype. They it's, are it's on It's time and space time. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> time and, time and... Skype time. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> but she's telling him that there's a ghost of him in the future, and he's like... He gets all depressed because he realizes the future's already written, and he's dead. We all just have to live with that now. Yep. Period. But we also learn Which is that kind of, you know, it's, 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 that's kind of dumb, because you, the doctor is smart. He knows that, that just because he sees a ghost, that doesn't mean it's... He, he should know that it's not. It doesn't necessarily mean it's actually a ghost. It's almost never a ghost. The ghost of the doctor is also uttering some phrases over and over again. However, it's not the same things. Right. What it is is a list of everybody on the ship, in the future and in the past, which we find out later is a chronological list of who dies when, so mm -hmm. you know who's gonna die next. They did the same thing in the uh, Final Destination movies. Yeah. Um, that That's how they figured out who would die next, so they had to save them, basically. Mm -hmm. It started to feel a little bit like Final Destination at this point. But he didn't know that quite yet. But uh, the Who from Whoville, uh, that whatever that alien that likes to get invaded, he gets killed by Skeletor slash Rito Revolto. His name is the Fisher King. The Fisher King. The King of Fishers. Um, 
He went in and he killed him. You can tell at this point that this guy is kind of like a monstrous creature of some sort. Um, but other than that, you don't really know what it is because all you see is shadows. But we know that it carved those words into the side of the ship. Um, and then killed the old dude. This is funny. Uh, after Clara tells the doctor the list of names, he, he says he and the guy should go out looking, right? For, for the Skeletor monster. And he tells the girl she needs to stay in the TARDIS to, you know, house sit or whatever he said. To look after it. But she stood her ground and demanded to go with them. And when they did, they started running away from the monster because it found them. They split up. Uh, she just kind of hid somewhere. And then they hid in a different room. The monster found her and killed her. So at this point, like once you look back, you're like, oh, the doctor is trying to save her. But mm -hmm. she chose her own path, and she died anyways. But it wasn't yeah. long until... Which, I mean, I, th I think the doctor, you know, he's like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot to try to save her, but, you know, if she says that she's going to go, that he knows that, oh, well, this is going to happen right. anyway, right? And so he doesn't save her. The guy that he's with uh, kind of figures everything out at this point, too, that that's a list in chronological order, and that Clara's next, and he knows the doctor's going to try to save her like he didn't try to save his girlfriend. What's her name? What's, What's her, her name? name? <laughs> O'Donnell or something like that. Um, Was that it? I think so. Because I kept thinking okay. Rosie. <laughs> okay. Or Chris. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the doctor does want to save Clara, so he tries to change things. He wants to break the rules and go into the future and just save Clara, but the TARDIS won't let him. In fact, it does a Back to the Future thing and sends him about 30 minutes into the past. So when he gets there, he sees another version of himself. Basically, it just went back to where they went before. Yeah, uh, just a different... a few, like, feet away. Um, yeah. And he could see himself having conversations uh, when they first arrived. Now, the guy there was about to go tell the old dude, the first ghost guy that he was about to die in a few minutes and the doctor said don't do it you're gonna it's gonna be father's day all over again basically yeah because that's almost where we were that definitely reminded me of father's day yeah um, cause we're already talking about paradoxes in the beginning of the episode mm -hmm. and then and that's, ba that's ba basically what those those uh... when in the father's day i don't think the uh... I don't think the creatures were called paradoxes, but they were there to prevent paradoxes or something. They were there to correct, you know, the things that you did to change the past so that there wouldn't be a paradox right. or something like that. Yeah. Um, I think I forgot to also mention that the ghost of the doctor also said one more thing. Uh, when the doctor spoke to the ghost itself, it changed the things it said into uh, the chamber will open tonight. So we're, you know, the, the chamber, the chamber, the one from the theory. <laughs> Is, did you, did you know at this point that you were going to be right? Mm, I definitely suspected, uh, yeah. but 
I didn't know no until a little bit later. Um, so they're in the past there, and there's not a whole lot they can do in the past, uh, but kind of just watch things unfold. But meanwhile, um, Clara and she's got a guy and a girl too. Um, <laughs> she's got the deaf girl and the interpreter. Interpreter. She, interpretator. Yep. <laughs> he likes tater dots. All right. Um, she tells him because he never went into the ship and saw those four symbols that he didn't have those four phrases ingrained in his brain. Therefore, that's why the ghost didn't attack him in the last episode, and that's, that's pretty why cool. he'll be okay if he goes out and ventures and tries to uh, get back her phone so she can contact the doctor again. But yeah. at this point, I'm also complaining a little bit. Because, no, he didn't have it ingrained in his brain. But I'm guessing at this point, they've said it a thousand times. <laughs> but maybe it has to be the specific... Remember. Maybe it has to be the specific symbols. Maybe it has to be the symbols. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm, I'm thinking if it was more logical, he, he knows those words and phrases. Um, no, he knows the translation of the words. But he might not know the actual words, you know. I guess. She sends him out. Uh, but his deaf girlfriend, but not really girlfriend, uh, is scared <laughs> for him. And she kind of goes out to find him. And I guess Clara decides to go with her as well. So the whole point of sending him first was kind of all dumb altogether because they all ended up going within a few minutes anyways. Um, Which was stupid. I mean, they should have just stayed there. Yeah, I mean, she's right. The ghosts didn't attack them. Um, but once they started coming out, the ghosts were about to attack them. And I kind of like how she, the deaf girl, did a whole daredevil tactic. Um, I mean, like, yeah, I was like, what the heck? Is she daredevil? <laughs> hey. I could understand her hearing the vibrations, but specifically, like, picturing what that vibration means. That's yeah. definitely Daredevil. <laughs> See, Daredevil's blind. She's deaf, you know? She could just yeah. look behind her. <laughs> right. So, why didn't she just turn around? It probably would have been faster. Well, basically, she was... just cool to see the Daredevil thing. Yeah, I think she felt something in, in, in her footsteps, and so she went to go down and, and see if, if she was actually feeling anything or if she was going crazy. So when she touched the ground, then she noticed, you know, she felt the scraping uh, vibrations or something. Oh, yeah. So the way we know that the doctor's about to quote-unquote die is he has a tear in his shoulder uh, of his coat, and which is exactly where the tear on the shoulder of the ghost, the ghost has. Um, right. So once he gets that tear, we know something's about to happen. And... As, as sure as you know it, you know, he, he tears that coat. Um, so, while everybody's thinking he's going to die, though I don't think anybody's actually thinking he's going to die, we um, <laughs> all know something's about to happen. So he, Well, I know he's not going to die. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's a, you know, there are more episodes to go. There are more episodes to go, but the doctor. If, if they're gonna, if they're gonna kill him off, it'd probably be at the end. Right, and the whole regeneration thing could have still happened. That was another explanation. 
he could have regenerated it, and the ghost of the old doctor could have been, you know... Left over? Left over, yep. I, I could see that, but I didn't think, you know, I don't I don't think they're going to do regeneration four episodes into a season. Yeah, I, I, I didn't think so either. Um, but yeah, the doctor walks into a basement of some church or something like that, which is where the, the tomb went, the chamber went, and he starts talking to this deep throated voice monster Now, guy. did that voice did that voice remind you of anything? Like Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> uh, that's not what I was going to say, but no. Um, do you remember the Doctor's Wife episode uh, where, he, Doctor's where wife. he goes to the planet? Yeah. And um, the planet talks? Sort of, yeah. That It sounded like the same voice to me. I thought it was Benedict like exactly Cumberbatch or something like that. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, they both work on the same sure. channel. I mean... Sure. Yeah. Anyways, he's talking to the dude, and they're just kind remember, of arguing. Remember the... Uh, well, the well, hold on. What was the planet called? Now that, I, now that I'm thinking about that, I need to look that up now. Yeah, I don't know what it was called. Hold on. I get it. Called your mom. It was called Uncle, I believe? Uh, or Uncle. No, just House. The The voice was House. Actually, that was Michael Sheen. Um, Hugh Laurie? Uh, no, no. No, the 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 planet was called House. Um, and do you remember? He's like, fear me, I've killed tons of Time Lords or whatever. And the doctor's like, fear me, I've killed all of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But that was the voice of uh, Michael Sheen. and He's in other stuff, too. Michael Sheen, huh? Yeah. Weird. Uh, Doesn't look like he he was in the new one though. <laughs> all right, so I believe you. So he's talking to this big, grotesque monster, skeleton, freakazoid thing. Uh, they're just kind of arguing back and forth, just kind of say who's the who's the better person or boss or whatever, you know, Doctor Garble. Um, meanwhile, we kind of go flash back and forth. We go back to the future and we see that the chamber is about to open. And we're supposed to believe that he, the Skeletor guy is gonna come out of it, even though he's way right. he's way too big to actually fit in the thing. <laughs> I can't be the only <laughs> yeah. one to think of that. I mean, well, maybe, maybe he was maybe he was just the same thickness of as a human, but just a lot taller. Maybe it was just longer. I don't know. I well maybe, but he just he. Even so, that was a short casket, just about the right size for a, a Time Lord or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, th this guy knew knew some stuff about Time Lords, though. A little Thought bit. that was interesting. Um, so we're talking back and forth, and what happens is, this is when the Doctor kind of goes around, and he he's kind of showing off or whatever. He says, um, I forget what he says specifically, that angers the dude um but he, he basically says that he got rid of the the letters so nobody's ever gonna have that implanted in the mind lies. That's you know right. nobody's gonna be he got rid so of no, the symbol on the ship so he saved all his friends so that yeah that's when the skeleton man uh decided to go check it out and sure enough the symbols were still there but what was missing was a canister some a bomb canister like thing in in the it was ship. it was remember in the first in the first episode 
it was they were missing a power cell and yeah, the, I remember the, the first one. Or something. I, I, I completely forgot about it though. Yeah, so it was, it was one of the power cells that, that the one that was missing that they couldn't find in the last episode. Yeah, so that explains that, and he's like the doctor lied or something, right? <laughs> and he feels he's feeling really down. I think he said the time lord lied. The time lord lied. And he, yeah. he's feeling really down, self-conscious, you know. And so he kind of just walks all gloomy, and he looks at the dam of the city, and it starts to break apart because the uh, power cell was a bomb, and the doctor was actually creating the flood. Yep. Um, so once again, he goes back and tries to change things from happening, he, he he ends up causing it. You're asking what's happening with the TARDIS. Well, uh, the guy that he was with is currently in the TARDIS, and the TARDIS starts to freak out, and it says, a danger, danger, security protocol, security protocol we're going to take you somewhere else, obviously, to the ship in the future. Um, so where's the doctor? Oh, I wonder. Maybe in the wide-open chamber that he was standing around for the last 20 minutes. Um, so he goes in there, the water starts to flood this town, and Skeletor, uh, accepts defeat, and just raises his arms out, and <laughs> hugs the flood as it sweeps him away. Um, and so now, the chamber opens, and there's Sunglasses, uh, Doctor. He's alive, yay, my theory panned out correct. <laughs> By the way, is that security protocol thing, is that the exact same thing that happened in uh, the end of season one? Basically, uh, when whenever the doctor yeah, is... I, th when, the doctor thinks that he's going to die or something, he sets it up so that the TARDIS can go back to the previous uh, location I think so. automatically? I think so. I, I was watching the first season a little bit at work, and I, went, I got through the whole first season, and I do remember that. As a security yeah. protocol, and it had... And it was a hologram, it, it, just like that, too. It took Rose back to London, um, yep. and everything. And, and what it did, it went back to the last location that the TARDIS had visited, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. when he gets there, his ghost is still there. And now it's really... It, so, my theory on why there was a ghost there was incorrect. I thought that once he gets into the chamber, and it, you know the animation or whatever right. that that creates like, like the the ghosts. like the chamber was creating the projection which i thought it was but it wasn't the entire time it was simply was just a, a hologram um he had a lot of things set up for it so when he actually was in the ship in the future or the the mining facility in the future um it would release this sound uh of their master the skeletor guy so all the ghosts went to him, and where were they when they went to him? In the Faraday cage, so they get locked up in there. Yep. Basically, the sonic sunglasses was creating the hologram, right? Apparently. They're giving way too so, much power to these sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, but basically, I think what it was, was yeah, he, that's why he was wearing the sunglasses, so that whenever they would bring his coffin to the ship... That's when the sunglasses would activate and create the hologram. Right. And once that's done, and once they lock those ghosts away, the doctor just gives everybody the sunglasses so they can wipe their memory of 
the four symbols as well of, as how to drink liquids. <laughs> and some memories of some uh, uh, childhood friends. Oh, yeah, of course. Who needs those? <laughs> um, so that's what he does there. Oh, I guess the... And the doctor, doctor talks more about the paradoxes again. He says, so who exactly created the idea to create the hologram doctor? That's the thing. No one knows. Because he got the idea to create the hologram doctor from seeing the hologram doctor. But then the do hologram doctor exists because he had the idea to create the hologram doctor. So it's just a loop. It just goes back and forth. That that idea never actually started anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's it's an interesting. It's, yeah, it's who came first, a chicken or the egg or whatever. Uh, well, no, that uh, still. But uh, I think you know a lot of a lot of things do that. I think Back to the Future might do that. I don't um, know. And then I think Lost did it a few times. Probably. So, yeah. That's pretty much how that ended. My theory was correct. And now you that's two parts. You know what I noticed about this uh, story? Um, is that they started, they started on the TARDIS and they ended on the TARDIS. Instead of, like, going to Earth and picking up Clara and then returning to Earth at the end of the story... Right. No, so it, it's more a traditional, no, you yeah, know, is, they live on the TARDIS type of thing. Yeah, this is a traditional uh, episode of Doctor Who. It was a two-parter. At the end of the two-parter, it was a complete story. Now we're on to another two-parter after this. Um, yep. <laughs> as usual, uh, pretty good uh, <laughs> episode. I actually think this, the second part here, I thought I actually liked more than the second parter on the second episode if I remember correctly wait what I like this better than episode 2 <laughs> oh because uh, yeah. episode 2 was also a, uh, the second part of a two parter um, right it was a good episode but I didn't think it was as good as this episode um, I like both episodes obviously but I like this one better I like the mysteries in this one better I think it uh it gave you more to think about, especially when I had that, you know, that fifth. I like the whole thing. aspect of of thinking about paradoxes and time travel and stuff, because that kind of stuff, that that always seems to make for the most interesting time travel stories to me. Right, and as far as Doctor Who goes, it's it's done a pretty decent job, I think, of uh, explaining time travel, because um, that's not really an easy thing to do without loopholes. Right. Um, because anytime you rewrite history, you're going to have a loophole, period. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been watching this show um, where they went back in time, let's say, The Flash. Okay. It's just The Flash, right? And in The Flash, mm -hmm. they killed an ancestor of the bad guy from the future, and he never existed. Yet, there's a video of him, people still remember him. Uh, oh, right, right, yeah. How is this, like... I think you meant plot holes, not loopholes. Plot holes, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, those are plot holes, and if he never existed, how is there a video of him? How can mm. he have best wishes? How do these people remember how him? How he, you know... How do people remember him and talk about him? And it makes no sense at all. Right, but uh, that's another topic, and... Uh, it's sort of relevant <laughs> with plot holes and time travel. Spoilers too. 
It's it's potential spoilers too, so I don't right, want to have right, that in right, there. Right, right, right. It's just theories on a different show is all it is. But yeah, that was the uh, the episode. Do we know the next episode's title? Check to see if it's a spoiler before saying it. Uh, could be spoilery. Okay, so don't say it. Yeah. Um, could be, could also be normal, you know. Um, right, I know. But you never know. It's unspecific. I'll say you that much. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like unspecific and sort of specific at the same time. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Creepy. Anybody that's actually listening to this can look it up, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, or just wait until next week and see what it is. Uh, yeah, we're probably the only people that actually do that. Um, what I really should say at the beginning of the podcast is um, the first, best, and only Doctor Who podcast that don't just blab their mouth and spoil everybody on Doctor Who news. Yeah, that would be a that would be a more uh, accurate uh, description, I suppose. Probably more accurate. Probably very accurate because it's a podcast. People talk about as much news and yeah, that's everything the, that's that the thing about hands on. That's the thing about uh, podcasts. That, uh, that some some of them are pretty good at like leaving all spoilers to a specific like ending section of their podcast. So I've I've seen some that are like that, but a lot of them. They'll just you know blab and blab and they'll just throw whatever in anywhere, and yeah. some people don't like that. If they like can that. get their, <laughs> if they can get their hands on anything that's been released about Doctor Who, including you know spinoff shows or board games or card playing games, trading card games, um, the new Doctor Who fashion line, you know anything they can <laughs> get their hands on, including spoilers, right. they will say. But we just typically, we're pretty much, uh, we just talk about the episodes, really. That's all yeah. we really do. Um, which is good enough for me. Um, unless it's a very basic uh, release thing, like sometimes we'll talk about. Um, you know, we talked about this, this spinoff show coming out. Right, I mean, there's, yeah. there's not even much information about that at all. So I think it's a little... I mean, if you think about it a little, a little bit, you might be able to come up with some potentially spoilery ideas about it. But even so, I think it's not really gonna affect Doctor Who that much. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, I just thought it was interesting be, because you I, know. I'll just say this right out, as far as spoilers go, there are some spoilers out there for this season that have just been normal news. You know, release. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They aren't clarified as spoilers. <laughs> uh, they're not clarified <laughs> as spoilers. They don't say spoilers unless they're nice. If you're reading them or something, and they're nice, and they no, say, they just put it in the headline. Might be spoilers, it, but the headline itself is the spoiler. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of them I know. There, there's a couple of them you know. There's a couple of them I know. I've, I've seen some rumors and actual confirmed news as well. There's, there's so. a couple spoilers uh, that I saw as headlines, and then there's a maybe a couple more things. I would say one more thing that I saw uh, when I watched the interview after, after uh, um, the Dark Water and Death in Heaven in 3D at the theater. 
Yeah. I, and I believe if you've seen the trailer, you probably know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, I uh, obviously I won't mention anything, but there are several things in Doctor Who in general, specific things in Doctor Who in general that... Shouldn't be news. Shouldn't be news, shouldn't be talked about. It, it's like uh, like with uh, American Idol or something. What if a news report said, oh, hey, uh, at the end of the season, this is just who's going to win, you know? Now, that, that's why the show's live, so they can't do that. But um, It's live, so they can't do it. But they do sometimes leak, like, the top 10 or the top 12 or something, week, like, a month before it actually shows that on TV. Because it's not live yet, right? Right. Yeah, that's something you could possibly leak, but they would just talk about it like a regular. But news yeah, they don't. I don't. I don't see that getting posted as news. I see it getting posted as leaks. You know, you know. Here, like here's here are your uh, American. Here's your leaked American top ten if you want to see it. But and then it has spoilers. Don't look. You know. <laughs> right, and I'll I'll be watching other shows where characters die. You know. Like in Game of Thrones or Prison Break or whatever, and you'll see news stories about, um, like the actor who talked fondly about the end of their, of oh yeah, the character uh, before the show airs. Yeah, and I'm like, this is an interview. Can you can't you like post it? R- at least right after the episode ends or something, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I guess that happens, you know? Some people then again, it's more... based on a book, isn't it? Yes. So people know what's coming, or... If they've read the book. Yeah. Well, some people know what's <laughs> um, coming. That's what I mean. Right. Winter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, uh, no, but... I, that, that's what I think is cool about re- if if you're watching a show for the first time like on Netflix years after it aired and you never like really cared enough about the show when it was on to pay attention to any kind of news of it I think that's the most genuine experience you can have because nowadays yeah. if you're watching something new you're going to get spoiled even if you don't want to the thing about it is the people who write these stories, for the most part, probably don't even watch the shows. They're probably, you know, it's their right. job. They, they're right. They're journalists. Mm-hmm. They simply don't care, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so what you gotta do is you gotta find out what they actually care about and uh, ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll stop writing spoilers. <laughs> right. It's a... Uh, uh, I don't know. And then some people um, like spoil like reading spoilers and then like spoiling other people who don't like reading spoilers. There there are well, right. people like that. That's that that Fair annoys enough. me. I, I get my pictures for all the T V shows and stuff that I um get. I, my source for those pictures is spoiler TV. Like code at UK <laughs> or something. Are like you that. careful when you go there? I in my browser, yeah. I say, uh, I start writing it out, spoiler TV or whatever. Yeah. And it's got the URL to just the gallery. Oh, okay. So there's no articles, there's nothing, it's just pictures of the TV shows and stuff like that. Okay. 
So I don't go to the news articles or anything on their website. <laughs> but yes, they are very famous for spoiling everything they possibly can. Man, <laughs> I can't imagine, like, um, you just never have a genuine first-time experience if that's the kind of stuff you're into. But that that is their first experience for a lot of people. But I mean, it's having say. it all at once, you know? Instead of getting, like, a bit here, a piece here, you know? Right. You get, it's you, like... It's like knowing how it ends, but getting there is half the fun. <laughs> Which I, I agree with as well. But sort of, I, but I, uh, I don't know if you've... There, there was a person on Twitter who recently spoiled a pretty big thing about a recent movie, and I, I saw the spoiler before I saw the movie, and so I still enjoyed the movie, but I think I would have enjoyed it better if I had not known... That spoiler. Which movie? I don't want to say. You can't even say the movie? No, because... Yeah, I don't want to say, because just, just knowing <laughs> that there's a spoiler can be a spoiler, too. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it does if you know the movie, so... Not really. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. If you say a movie title, I don't immediately know a spoiler to it. There are some. There are some movies that, if you say, okay, I got spoiled, then you, then you kind of can guess what the spoiler might be. I have never experienced that, I'll tell you right now. Even if you, if I never saw or heard of The Sixth Sense, if you said, oh, I heard a spoiler about that, I'd be like... No, not, not okay. that, that wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't count that, but there are some movies. Alright, um, whatever you say. Um, next week... Not going to say the title, though it's probably not all that important anyways. We'll see. Um, but just in case, I'm going to zip my lips. Um, so we'll see you then. You can catch us on uh, DaveExaminesTV.wordpress.com, SotoPodcast.Podomatic.com, or you can just search us on Google, smaller on the outside. You can find us on iTunes, on on uh, on a bunch of stuff. If you have a third-party podcast uh, listener on your phone, we'll be there. Drop us a comment on any of these things. Subscribe to us, follow us, uh, like us, high-five us, whatever. Um, and uh, if you say something fun, we might give you a shout-out on the show as well. Isn't that exciting? Very. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, my name is Dave, and I was the Time Lord this evening. My name is, um, Andy. <laughs> Who is, uh, the Companion. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, peace out. <laughs> peace out.